Hello and welcome to the Source One podcast. Consider us your source for the latest procurement, supply management, and strategic sourcing insights, anytime, anywhere. Our client engagements typically kick off with a spend analysis. This is a needed first step as many procurement teams may not know exactly where their money is being spent across the organization. Direct spend is often kept well in hand, but indirect spend is usually a lot murkier. A proper spend analysis shines light on organizational spending habits and helps teams build a stronger strategic sourcing roadmap. I'm here today with Brian Seipel, Source One Spend Analysis Lead, to talk through the first key decision when it comes to building a spend analysis, selecting the taxonomy used to classify suppliers. Brian, when we start working with new clients, many of their finance or other teams are already using something like UNSPSC. I know one of procurement's first questions is, well, why don't we just use UNSPSC? Uh, That seems like a valid point, so why wouldn't they? There is validity to that point, and there are certain advantages to using UNSPSC as a starting point in that situation. Uh, It's one of those systems that everybody already understands because it is pretty applicable to most organizations, and many finance teams do natively use UNSPSC. You say to be a good starting point. Does that mean you'd still suggest moving away from it at a later time? Yes, there are a few ways that UNSPSC misses the mark insofar as what procurement needs. There may be a lot we can use from UNSPSC, but we want to start building a taxonomy that speaks more to our ultimate goals. And when you say UNSPSC tends to miss the mark, what does that mean? First, we need to begin by defining what exactly our goals are for our spend analysis project. We do want to view our supplier base using a commonly understood model, so all stakeholders and executives are on the same page. One problem that many organizations face is different departments and offices tend to speak different languages when it comes to their supplier relationships. If you add a merger or acquisition into the mix, and things get really out of hand. But that's not our end goal. The end goal is to support the identification of strategic sourcing initiatives. Uh, If a taxonomy can't help procurement call out sourcing projects and ultimately cut costs, it's not valuable. UNSPSC misses the mark because it wasn't built with this mindset of supporting procurement in this way. So what can we do to ensure we're staying aligned with that end goal? And can we do this even if we start off using UNSPSC? We certainly can stick to our goal in that case. We just need to make sure a couple limitations are in mind. The rigidity of UNSPSC combined with the granularity can lead to some setbacks. My favorite example is sourcing suppliers in the commercial print space, typically owned by marketing teams. When marketing is looking for a new print supplier, they're typically doing so to support a few different initiatives. As an example, they may be looking to generate collateral that will be passed out at conferences or events. In this case, the printed material is only part of the equation. Maybe we want some branded apparel or promotional products to hand out along with these printed materials. I'm always a fan of those stress balls that companies hand out at events. A lot of people are. From a marketing standpoint, stuff like that works. Print suppliers recognize this too. What we see a lot is a convergence among these product offerings. Print suppliers often maintain relationships with those promotional product suppliers, or they may even offer those products themselves. So when I'm going to market to support those purchases, I want to consider both elements. When we look at UNSPSC, though, printed materials and promotional products are pretty far apart in their taxonomy. Again, it doesn't speak to our specific need. So being too rigid makes sense, but I'm not sure I understand the second thing you mentioned. Wouldn't being granular and detailed be helpful for a spend analysis? Yes and no. A lot of this comes down to procurement's ability to see the forest for the trees. 
I'll give another example using office supplies. Everyone buys a ton of office supplies and uh, those purchases are really all over the place. You can go crazy with UNSPSC's granularity here. Uh, look at writing instruments alone. We have 21 unique UNSPSC codes. Ballpoint pens, fountain pens, wood pencils, mechanics. These are all just one item on a standard office supply invoice. Uh, and there's time to look at that level of detail once you make the decision to go to market and start building out a market basket, but we're not there yet. Again, our immediate goal is to call out sourcing projects. I don't need to know how many blue felt tip pens or black ballpoints I buy to know whether or not office supplies is a viable project. I just need to know how large my spend is in that category and uh, who my suppliers are. The longer I drag out collecting granular data, the longer I'm going before actually realizing savings. Uh, those are good examples, but let's take a step back for a moment. What should procurement be looking for in a good taxonomy? And how do we go about building one that doesn't have some of the problems you mentioned? Well, we can start by identifying who owns important groups of spend. Uh, marketing, IT, uh, HR, other teams. You know, who signs off on the supplier agreements? Uh, who are the stakeholders who work with the products or services we're buying? These groups should uh, all serve as the top level of our taxonomy. Then we need to start breaking products and services down by what they are. At this point, referencing UNSPSC can be valuable, typically at either the family or class level. And what do you mean by the family and class level? Well, UNSPSC has four levels. Uh, from the highest level to the most granular, they're segment, family, class, and commodity. Uh, going back to the office supplies example, uh, fountain pens are a commodity level classification. Uh, specifically, we're talking about commodity code 19 if they're disposable and 03 otherwise. They belong to the writing instruments class number 17, which in turn is listed under the office supplies family number 12. At the highest level, the segment level, uh, all such products fit into the office equipment and accessories and supplies segment number 44. So when we put all of those numbers together, we get an entire UNSPSC code. Uh, in this case, we're looking at 44121719 for a disposable fountain pen. I can definitely see what you mean about granularity being a problem there. Exactly. It's more detail than we need. Uh, I really just need to start by understanding who owns the spend and then bucketing these products together. Uh, the family or class level in UNSPSC meets that need, and we can move on. Next, start to group products and services according to the sourcing initiatives that they would fall under. My rule of thumb is pretty simple here. Consider grouping together any given two items in a taxonomy if they would both be in the same market basket in a sourcing event, the sourcing strategies we would use to attain savings from their suppliers align, and if we would reasonably expect to achieve the same level of savings for both. But there's plenty of room to interpret those points, and they're not an exhaustive test when building a taxonomy. Uh, but thinking about spend along these lines helps us start to walk down the path of thinking in terms of actionability, not just what a product is or does. Well, it's been helpful in understanding how to start thinking about sourcing taxonomies. Uh, any final thoughts before we end for the day? Always stay focused on answering this key question. What is my best path forward to identifying savings opportunities? Develop a taxonomy that will lead you there. Starting with UNSPSC can be a great foundation. It can be easy since the taxonomy already exists. It can be implemented immediately, and it can make an organization's first dive into spend analysis much faster. But always consider where the taxonomy falls short for achieving your goals, and fold in more customized categories of spend where appropriate. Those gains in speed will be lost later on if you have to struggle through piecing together your sourcing strategy later. 
Instead, spend the time building a taxonomy that leads you to these strategies naturally. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. You've been listening to the Source One podcast. For more strategic sourcing and procurement insights every day, visit our blog, The Strategic Sorcerer. Want to provide feedback or suggest a topic for a future episode? Let us know at prrequest at sourceoneinc.com. Thanks for listening.